cave of cool. You know, it is the Christmas season. The solstice was yesterday. Yep, the longest day of the year for the, vampires, the, man. It's like 30 uh, days of uh, dark. Yep, yep. So the longest night of the year. Um, so, yeah, now, I don't know what, uh, and now we're, we're heading off into Christmas. Oh, I hate Christmas, man. <laughs> can't, since my da- father died, I can't stand I always hated it. It just uh-huh. seems like it, it's pressure. It's annoying. It's, it's, like, it's like everybody is just, they, I don't know. I just don't enjoy people at Christmas. Mm-hmm. I don't enjoy the whole the way that humanity changes um, I don't like the way the world pretends that um, evil is not afoot I mean that's mm-hmm. why I love the Krampus so much I mean the Krampus don't don't bullshit me right right Krampus Krampus right mm-hmm. and he's proud to be Krampus mm-hmm. right and if you got to beat a few kids with sticks and throw them in a basket <laughs> or a cage and and the people walk the streets and torches to protect themselves that is fine and dandy right mm-hmm. I mean I don't know. If the, sure, the clause is, has got problems with elf labor. He's an exploiter, <laughs> right? He's not a he's not a happy character. He's always claimed to be. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I think he's he's got issues that that people don't talk about um, because it's that time of year when you just kind of gloss over things. Yeah. Well, you know, when when <laughs> you know when you're when you're living in the in the cold north, you've got hypertension. You know, you're that's you're, right, uh, and you know, got that, and you got diabetes. You got yep. sugar diabetes, and people yep. are always giving you snacks like that. That's and you right. can't resist it. And That's your wife's right. not there to bitch in your ear, like, it, mm-hmm. how many cookies you've eaten tonight? Mm-hmm. Right? And you don't yep. want to tell her, bitch, it's Christmas, right? For yeah. the 10th time. <laughs> and you don't want elf, some elf coming to you with labor problems, and you slap him, and he goes yeah. back crying to the other elves, and you got to go apologize, mm-hmm. right? And then don't talk to me about reindeers. The reindeer. And that drunk reindeer with the red nose who yep. pretends. Right, you, you gave livestock, a shot once, you know? but he couldn't handle the pressure. So now mm-hmm. he's a drinker, and he's abuse. <laughs> and don't talk to me about Comet, who's abusive to the other reindeer. But I mean, when there's trouble in the barn, who comes and tells you, so mm. you can uh, head it off, Comet. <laughs> so you deal with his bullshit and his and his casual racism just to keep peace. Mm-hmm. I mean, that North Pole is a mess. It's it's a it's a madness, and you got to put it together in only 364 days. Mm-hmm. And then you got you got global Canada uh, mm-hmm. reporting your movements and the government of Canada and the military tracking you as you go over Canada. How mm-hmm. much pressure is that? <laughs> that's a lot of pressure. Because you miss some kid's house, man, yeah. you hear it the next day. Yeah. And in fact, every letter you that gets sent to you has to go through Iqaluit Canada because mm-hmm. their postal code is H O H O H O, ho ho ho, ho ho ho. So every letter to Santa gets there, and sure they send a, a re- every child who writes there. I know mm-hmm. because I checked it out. And I've mm-hmm. been, I've lived in Calloway. I've been to that room where those crazy people live. And they are crazy people. They're crazy Christmas people. They're the kind of people that have Christmas up all day long. Every mm-hmm. every day of the year, if they could. And they're folk, and they're, they're every Christmas they're, they're showcased on, on TV shows because their house is always Christmas. Mm-hmm. So at Christmas, their house is Christmas. Big deal, right? Yeah. Like, talk to me in June. <laughs> when you're going, motherfucker, it's 90 degrees outside and you're Christmas, I want to kill you, right? <laughs> um, but but that's what it's like. It's those kind of people in mm. a room in the government of Canada 
of a building that's the government of Iqaluit, of Nunavut. And they all they do all year is send back replies to children who write with that postal code. That's like Santa's personal bitches. And it blows me away that it still goes on. When I was a kid in Germany, I'm going to tell a short story. Okay. We had a radio station that had – it was only one radio station that had to appease to everybody, right? Right. So they had 50 different shows. We used to always see the – the uh, what's that comedy? The um, uh, Royal Canadian Air Force yes. on, on days. They had uh, cross-counted a checkup um, mm-hmm. on Sundays from CBC. Mm-hmm. They would have after sh- – um, uh, every day from 4 to 5, and I can't believe I knew him. My friend Michael Williams had a, a 16-year-old brother named Rodney. Mm-hmm. Rodney Williams. He was right. the coolest kid I ever knew, right? Mm-hmm. Black, of course. Because mm-hmm. he had a dark black father and a light skinned mother, Rodney right. was light skinned. He almost right. looked white. I mean, now um, uh, Michael was light skinned. He almost looked white, white, right? Okay. He was my yeah. best friend. We were the yeah. same age. Rodney, who was like eight years older than us, was was almost looked like Malcolm X. Okay. He was very black, very militant, big afro, right? Mm-hmm. But he was such a uh, uh, character. They gave him a show on the the, the military radio from four to five mm-hmm. that he played modern music. Mm-hmm. I always remember, blinded by the light, he told me, listen tonight, boys, I yeah. got this song, you're going to make your heads explode, right? <laughs> um, it was Blinded by the Light. By blinded by the Light. And your band, right? Uh, that was originally written by uh, uh, Bruce Springsteen. No way. Yes. He wrote that and, and Springsteen. Into the Night? And, uh, and, and, and what, the, uh, what that one with no. Night's Night? Springsteen. Here's an, inter- here, here's an interesting fact. I'm going to interrupt your story with, a, with an interesting okay. factoid. Springsteen wrote Blinded by the Light. You know the line. Yes. No one knows what what it says. Okay. The original line was, as Springsteen wrote it, it was. Now he he wrote, "Cut loose like a deuce." Deuce being a deuce. Deuce being a deuce coop. Right. So the original line was, "Cut loose like a deuce." Manfred Mann. Manfred Mann took the song and they they did their. But they said, "Let's change that." Instead of saying "cut loose like a deuce," let's let's sing "revved up." Like oh, a I deuce. hear racked up like a See, deuce. See, it's it's actually revved up because it's a oh. deuce coupe, right? You're revved up. You're See, revved up like a deuce coupe. I heard racked up like a deuce. Yeah, like <laughs> I know. No one knows what that line is, but it's actually wow. revved up, revved up like a deuce. That's fascinating. That's and that's the Manfred Mann version. Rodney Rodney had all the first albums, right? Yeah. And I remember when I first heard that song, mm-hmm. and he played it a lot in rotation. But he told us to listen to it, and he was the same one when me and Michael Williams got our our, our Muhammad Ali dolls mm-hmm. for Christmas. He told us all about Ali and how mm-hmm. great Ali was. And in 1975, when our fathers woke us up at 2 in the morning to listen to the rumble in the jungle from Zaire with mm-hmm. the rope-a-dope, yeah. right? When, when Ali rope-a-dope, we saw it on TV. Yeah. I mean, Rodney Williams got our asses up. And he <laughs> sat with, between us the whole time. Because yeah. we were, like, my, I was like his little cracker, right? Mm-hmm. And Michael was a little cracker because he was whiter than me, right? <laughs> um, but he, he loved Ali. Rodney loved Ali, and he told us all about Ali. And so at this radio station, or every Christmas, they would come in with this, like a, a, so, a, a shortwave radio, right? and they'd tune it in, and they would get the North Pole. Right. And it would be Santa and Binky the Elf and Rudolph. <laughs> and Binky was always like, he was stupid, and he made jokes, and he wouldn't mm-hmm. understand the point. And Rudolph was kind of like straight-laced. And Santa, all the kids would write to the radio station, and you'd wait to hear a kid from your class's letter mm-hmm. on and they'd say Man, it was like a week before Christmas and every kid would listen to, to this it, Santa would read our letters mm-hmm. well this is from Calvin and Kimmy and they'd be like ah! right? <laughs> and you'd scream right Yeah. the only time I think me and my sister ever got along 
mm-hmm. was lit was we commanded the radio to listen to this stupid show to, to the to the Santa, to this, uh, Santa show. Santa but I remember always yeah. the how they tune in the little right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was like somebody had a little brain. But they always <laughs> come up with shows like this. Like I find, like I knew the guy that had a radio. Like well, I was listening to radio because we didn't have TV, right? Right. Um, and so they had all this variety, but especially at Christmas, it was it was Santa reading your letters with Binky the Elf. But mm-hmm. Binky was like, I don't know how they always got this. Because <laughs> he was always so stupid and he'd always make dumb jokes and like dad jokes, right? Yeah. yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. fan, I lost my underwear. Right? <laughs> Why don't you have underwear, Binky? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe one of those girls took it, right? And if you were like a, a bachelor soldier in his, you know, in his bunk, like you're not allowed to leave or something, that was funny. <laughs> yeah. You're a kid, you're going, Why is an elf walking around without underwear? <laughs> And then your dad explained to you, you know, things like that, right? It was just, I don't know why I remember this, but I had no TV, man. So it was theater of the mind, right? Mm-hmm. That's right. But it was like every Christmas, it was, it was like magical. Yeah. I've lost that. I've totally become a bitter, yeah. bitter, and bitter, bitter old, old man, soul. Yeah. Now everyone has, you know what? Everyone has a favorite Christmas toy. Everyone has this toy that they remember. Yeah. What was yours? Oh, Evil Knievel Stunt Cycle. Yo, the Evil Knievel Stunt Cycle. My dad bought me, like, yeah. My dad, my dad would take his points. Every every soldier got points over the year to mm-hmm. fly back to Canada for free, right? Mm-hmm. And my dad and my uncle Les used to take their points and they'd fly back to Winnipeg. And my dad, was like, excuse me, I'm going to go visit my mom's relatives. Like, oh come on, you didn't visit your own relatives in Trail BC. You went to buy toys in Winnipeg, right? Mm-hmm. And him and my my uncle Les uh-huh. would go in into the stores and the bay and stuff, and they would buy the greatest toys for us. Mm-hmm. I mean, we got the I got everything. I got the Amigo things. I got I got big gym. I got I got uh, GI Joe. My sister got great stuff, but the best thing he ever bought was a big gym. Was a Evil Knievel stunt cycle. And mm-hmm. that year, I got the Scramble Van, which was his van that oh, yeah. had the toolbox with everything, and mm-hmm. it had a, a, a ramp so you could jump over the van. Mm-hmm. I got his stunt stadium, which had a ramp so you could jump, and he'd hold a hook in his hand, mm-hmm. and you'd jump, and there was a bar like a high jump bar, yeah. and the hook would pull him off the motorcycle and he'd spin around and the motorcycle would keep going through the, the plastic doors. Uh-huh. Right? That was the, the goal. Yep. Um, and you got the stunt cycle, of course, which when you revved up that rever, mm-hmm. it, 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 it jumped over anything. And mm-hmm. the bike had this hinge in the front tire that made it indestructible. Mm-hmm. It, you could launch it off a four-story building, it could hit the cement, and it, it wouldn't break. Mm-hmm. It was made of metal and plastic, some space-age plastic from the planet Xenon, which <laughs> humans have never used before. It never chipped. It never broke. And the evil Knievel was made of this. He wore this this suit and helmet of such material that you could make a flaming hoop, which they gave mm-hmm. you in the stunt cycle. They gave you like a hoop in yeah. the stunt stadium that we would wrap in toilet paper, mm-hmm. and our dads would score it with lighter fluid, and we would light on fire – <laughs> and he could go through that, and he would not light on. He would light on fire, but his suit would never be burned. Uh-huh. I don't know what they did with this toy, but <laughs> that Christmas morning, uh, my dad, my dad took me mm-hmm. and and Michael Williams, and we went to his the armories where there was a big because we needed a big space with a concrete floor and everything, right? Mm-hmm. Um, at Christmas to to play with this toy because mm-hmm. we wanted to see how how far we could launch it, right? Yeah, when you revved like a man, right? Yeah. And we set up this whole, we had all the various launchers. We had like five launchers because there was, like, he got some toys too, right? And uh-huh. like, I had three launchers to begin with, and there were these ramps, right? And so we went there, and there was a bunch of, like, militia soldiers, like that, like rookies mm-hmm. and stuff, right? 
and they had to kind of be there at Christmas, and they didn't have family or anything. So, like, to see two kids with their toys, right, at yeah. Christmas, we were setting up things for these 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 the, that evil can evil to jump over, uh-huh. and it was like, you know, they had flares going, right? <laughs> I mean, I'm sure if they could have got armor, um, like, uh, um, 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 weaponry or something, yeah. like a bomb, they would have done it. We did the, the toilet paper with the lighter fluid, and we made the flaming loop, but it, it burned the plastic, so they got a coat hanger, and they made a flaming loop out of that. It was like 20 minutes, these guys are going, hey, why toilet paper? We've got paper towel. We've got two-ply paper towel. That'll, that'll keep burning. And they go, yeah, but then we got rags. Oh, put rags over the paper towel, right? And we'll soak them in lighter fluid. It was like these pyros, right? And... And so they made like they made like three three fire loops to jump through and, uh-huh. and I, I wish we had had like you had those old um, um, Kodak cameras with, yep. the, with the flash with the bulb that rotated four times. Yeah, I wish we would have had um, cell phones at the time because we yep. would have had the most amazing pictures. Yeah. So you got you you got the most out of the the. the oh my the... god! But yeah, I was very lucky. <laughs> yeah. I, I just I just I just had the greatest. Uh, childhood and I had my other father who just realized I loved action figures and I had an uncle Les who would go out of his way to buy me costumes for mm-hmm. those action, my G.I. Joes yeah. like when they went to when they went to England to like be part of some honor guard for the queen oh, he yeah. went out of his way to get me like the the, the, the beefeater outfit and the guardsman outfit mm-hmm. the big hat uh, with the big hat and everything yep, yep. you know just so my G.I. Joe you know he got me my Mountie outfit right there was a Mountie outfit oh yeah for GI Joe, for GI Joe, that was wow. like that was like uh, it was perfect, right? Wow, they had everything, and it, like yeah. I got that from him, right? Yeah, and yeah. and and he was the one that organized the the Christmas for all the children, like around Christmas, where Santa would come in by helicopter, mm-hmm. and they'd lower him down onto each of our apartment roofs, mm-hmm. and then he'd repel off the side of the apartment. <laughs> like what a show off, right? But yeah, was, there's always some instructor, right? Uh-huh. That got the job. It was kind of an honor. But yeah. all the girls got uh, dolls, and all uh-huh. the boys got soldiers. Mm-hmm. And so you might get the, the Japanese army, but they're all mm-hmm. from the same company. There's yeah. this German company that made like they they made uh, twenty soldiers in a pa- twenty four in a pack. Mm-hmm. And so you'd get the captain like with a, he'd always have a pistol, mm-hmm. and then you'd get like like for the Australians, you'd have one guy with a machete, right? You'd have mm-hmm. the, the the sniper. You'd have all different ones. And the captain with the with the pistol with the rope attached to his belt. <laughs> In case he dropped his pistol, right? Yeah. But he, all the boys got that, and the girls got, and we got candy and stuff. Mm-hmm. But he was the one that organized that. Yeah. But so it was, it was always kind of Christmas was always kind of really cool like that. And yeah. New Year's was cool too because you know we always had this guy called the beer man that came every Friday. The beer man. Oh, all year, and he <laughs> used to bring you pop and beer, right? If you ordered okay. it from the week before. Yeah. And you, like we always get half and half, like we get half uh, Seven Up and half Coke. Mm-hmm. Right and and these were still one liter bottles, mm-hmm. and then you know the dads would get a, a case of beer or something, right? Like the yep. same one liter bottles, mm-hmm. um, and then at Christmas, all the men of this t- town we lived in this little town called Langenwinkel, which was half German, half Canadian. It was kind of an experiment, mm-hmm. and the German kids went to a Canadian our Canadian school, mm-hmm. and they lived with us. There were five apartment blocks that were Canadian families, and then the rest of the town was German families, mm-hmm. and the Burgermeister was German. And mm-hmm. he and my my I remember one one New Year's the the men of the village they were firing off fireworks like our our fathers and the Germans and they mm-hmm. fired a firework into the bedroom window I don't know how this happened of the Burgermeister <laughs> right and uh-huh. they went to apologize and they mm-hmm. didn't come back for like three hours 
Yeah. And everybody was, all the kids were freaking out. Like we thought, like, yeah, this is World War II again. And our fathers got sent to Auschwitz, right? And <laughs> the Germans, like they never changed, right? <laughs> and, and it was uh, horrible. But they come back pissed drunk with the Burgermeister, right? Of course, yeah. They went in to apologize and he, of course, had some schnapps and it was yeah. over, right? Mm-hmm. Same thing with the beer man. <laughs> the beer man would come and they'd meet him at the front gate, uh, the front little road of the, sh- of the town. Mm-hmm. And some sober driver would drive there his big truck. He was like an independent guy, right? Contractor. Yeah. He yeah. came and sold pop, and then he brought on Fridays. Mm-hmm. Um, and they would they would uh, like take over his truck and they'd get him pissed drunk and get all these tips and everything. There was deliveries for him, right? Mm-hmm. But basically, they'd haul him from apartment to apartment, and everybody <laughs> would have to have a drink with him, right? Yeah. And he had this guy with him who was a little slow called Klaus, mm-hmm. and Klaus only had one arm, mm-hmm. and that freaked us out as kids. Yeah. Uh, but Klaus's other arm was like a Schwarzenegger arm. <laughs> Klaus uh-huh. could carry three of these, and you remember, you remember like crates, right? right that would hold twelve one-liter bottles. Mm-hmm. He could carry three of those mm-hmm. up a staircase with, with one arm. One arm <laughs> that he had, and Klaus was like a little slow, but he always had he always had bubble gum in his pocket for the kids. Yeah. So we would come and, and we would help Klaus, and we loved it. It was really great. Like it was one of those things that you just as a kid, right? He, he'd come for gum, but he was he was kind of our buddy, right? Yeah. Um, and that was what the kids got. And Klaus would get all kinds, like all the kids would get make presents for Klaus, or they, we'd always make food for him or cookies, and we'd give him these little packages, right? Mm-hmm. So he would be in the driver's side collecting these packages, like really happy. He didn't speak much, right? Because right. I don't think he could, but it was like his best time of year. Mm-hmm. And, and he was giving us bags of gum. Like mm-hmm. he'd make these little, little it was like, like netting. Mm-hmm. It was almost like when you buy Baby Bell, I always think of this, right? Yeah. It was like bubble, bubble yum gum or bubble double. Okay. And it would it would be in these these knit bags with a little bow on them, right? Mm-hmm. And he'd make them personally, yeah. and he'd have like a ah, hundred of them in a bag. And then <laughs> when we give him a present, he'd give that back. And yeah. the beer man would be I don't I don't know how that man didn't get like medical treatment from getting so drunk uh-huh. with all the people. <laughs> but all the men of the village would help deliver his orders at Christmas, and he'd get huge tips. And yeah, um, it was like a wonderful kind of like I remember I miss that stuff, man. Mm-hmm. I miss the Krampus. I miss going to the the the, the torch um, ceremony where the where the Krampus went through the streets of Lar to the old town mm-hmm. and grab people out of out of the yeah. crowd and throw them into the cave. Grab my sister and my mom one night because my sister was crying, <laughs> yeah. and I just went, "Wow, Krampus, thank you, brother. You solved all my problems." <laughs> I love my mother. I'm gonna miss her terribly, but if it means my sister is gone. I'll, me and my dad will adapt, right? We'll live. And then we followed the, the crowd and the group of all the capturees because Krampus grabs us, right? Like when, yeah. once one Krampus grabs your family member, yeah. the other Krampus somehow knows to try to shuffle you along. They got to they hurt and you along. And they give you, yeah. like, I remember in the day, it wasn't like those those uh, Olympic torches with the torch run where it's like a glass with a, a cheap-ass tor- um, <laughs> candle. You give you real wooden torches, man, that you lit from a freaking bonfire. And for some reason, they were like shaped at the top, so they burnt forever. Yeah. And you never got your, your. But you're walking around with a torch. I'm like eight years old. I could have lit the whole ancient <laughs> town on fire, but it's made of stone, so who cares, right? Yeah. I could have lit some German housefrau <laughs> in her Christmas outfit on fire. But, you know, go we'll give these children a torch, right? <laughs> and then we had to follow this parade to get my sister and my mother back. Mm-hmm. I mean, I got my mother back, but I was hoping I could save, keep my sister for some reason, but <laughs> I never did. Yeah. Sons of bitches, man. <laughs> Krampus let me down, man. I love his uh, hatred, but yeah. he let me down. 
in that moment. But uh, I've been like that's the Tyrell man. That's the Black Forest. That's the yeah. that's the place in, in Europe where the Krampus is never died. Mm-hmm. That and, and if you've ever seen the costumes, like go in the Cave of Cool, go anywhere and write the word Krampus modern. Um, the co- the costumes are like Sasquatch, but with monstrous teeth, and they're eight feet tall. Yeah. And when they're growling at you in a torch-filled street with no streetlights, <laughs> I mean, I mean, there's part of you that kind of heads a little closer to your your parents, right? Yeah. But when they grab your sister, man, that's just like, oh, I'm going to stand right here, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I thought I would have that kind of heroic bravery. I would yeah. be like Arthur with Excalibur, but nah, yeah. nah, I'm gonna let evil succeed this day. <laughs> Go ahead, buddies. <laughs> I got a you. You got a marker now. <laughs> Krampus, I call my marker. Do you took my sister when I was young, right? I got a I got a free pass. So yeah. get a jail free from Krampus. He uh, took a loved one that wasn't a loved one. So was that? Would, would that? Would you say that's what? That's your favorite Christmas memory? It almost is. Kr- Krampus taking your it your sister. It almost is. Though. <laughs> I have a beautiful one, and I'll tell you, and it'll make you sick, but okay. um, when I was living in Yellowknife, I stayed one Christmas. That's the Christmas I watched Legends of the Fall Oh yeah, uh, by okay. myself in yeah. the dark of my apartment on mm-hmm. Christmas Eve, and I get this call, and, mm-hmm. and I set myself up on this list, and they go, Calvin, um, can you deliver some gifts to this, this family? And I went, mm-hmm. yeah, okay. So then uh, uh, they had free cabs and stuff, right? This guy picks me up, and the package okay. is already in the trunk, and he drives me onto the ice of, of the Great Slave Lake, right? Mm-hmm. And we're driving on Grace Slave Lake, and I'm going, oh, man, we're going awful far, right? Yeah. Out in the middle of this lake. And there are a number of houseboats that in the summer float on the lake. Yeah. Um, but in the winter, they're frozen on the lake. But the people survive because they they fish the, the Arctic char and stuff, right? So you're delivering Christmas presents. Yeah, to this family, they said, right? Because mm-hmm. cause I just happened to be around, right? And our school yeah. had been part of it. Yeah. So I walk into this house, and it's the old grandfather and his two young um, grandchildren. Uh-huh. For some reason, he had custody of them. Mm-hmm. And he was an old kookum, you know, an old grandpa. Yeah. And and he was uh, the sweetest guy, right? Mm-hmm. And he was looking after his grandchildren. Didn't have much. Um, he had this simple little cabin, right? But mm-hmm. they were warm and comfortable. He had a, a little TV without cable, but they got the CBC. And yeah. somehow when the weather and the sky was right and the aurora borealis, you know, <laughs> twinkled, he got other channels, right? Uh-huh. Um, but they had radio and they had music and... And he did carvings and stuff, and he and he and had a hole in the middle of his house uh, where he fished for the Arctic char, right? Right. Which right. he smoked, which he smoked outside on uh-huh. the ice, uh-huh. and then he he packaged it up with a with a vacuum thing, and he sold it, right? Right. He didn't make a lot of money, uh-huh. and he didn't, and he got a little money from the government, but but they were living kind of simple, right? Mm-hmm. And I walked in there with a bag of of, of of Christmas stuff and food and toys and stuff, and 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 and. Yeah, he invited me to stay. Like he, mm-hmm. he dismissed the the cab, right? I go, well, I got a cab out there because he's already gone, mm-hmm. right? And he sat down. He made me some tea, and and we were talking about uh, you know your teacher, your teacher, mm-hmm. um, and we talked about gifts was a um, uh, a little music player like a Walkman, right? Right. That somebody had thrown in there because for some reason, like that they knew this family and and they had some tapes and stuff and. And I told him, well, I can make some mixtapes. You'd like this music, right? And it was old George Jones and things like that, right? Mm-hmm. And so we talked a little music while the kids made things. And, and he gave me the the best motherfucking smoked salmon I ever had, right? <laughs> and he's giving it to me like it's like somebody giving you a bowl of cereal, yeah. right? But he's giving me like piles of this. And yeah. for me, it's like a delicacy, right? Uh-huh. It's like I'm eating caviar by the, by the barrel, uh-huh. right? And he's acting like... Oh, it's just fish, right? Yeah. I'm going, oh my God, you don't understand. <laughs> this is like, you know, I can't believe 
you're not putting a brand on this and selling this right yeah. on, online. Like, this, this was this, like, you know, in the nineties, right? Yeah. Because yeah. I'm thinking, holy shit. Cause yeah. I took one bite of that salmon jerky and it was like, <gasps> you know, yeah. like, like when a man loses, like when you go to a uh, hickory farms for the first time at Christmas, yeah. the yeah. little thing they set up and you go back in January and it's not there anymore. Yeah. And you're sad yeah. for some reason. <laughs> Cause hickory farms is not real meat, but for some reason it yeah. mimics meat yeah. in the best way. Mm-hmm. Um, so, this, so this is like this incredible delicacy, this smoked salmon, and then oh he's God. just and he's tossing it around like it's, like it's oh yeah, that's right. Uh, you he's know, he's, beans he's or whatever. feeding me this with, yeah. with tea and everything, mm-hmm. and what I'm giving him back um, is like I I could get this at at any Seven Eleven, right? Mm-hmm. And the kids are very happy because they got these great Christmas stockings that are full, the great ones that in the old days that were full of everything. Mm-hmm. Remember those? They yeah, had like ten, twelve little toys, like a bubble. A bubble pipe and mm-hmm. and candy that was the worst candy that lasted forever, <laughs> right? Uh, like those yeah. um, molasses candies. Uh-huh. On Christmas were still in the <laughs> they still the Christmas cats on on the Halloween on the Christmas, yeah. or the Halloween cats on the Christmas bag. Yeah, yeah. Like, it was horrible, right? Mm-hmm. But for them, it was it was it was it was wonderful, and mm-hmm. I felt the Christmas spirit with the northern lights and mm-hmm. and the, like this is the conversations we were having and mm-hmm. and the tea and the the salmon and. And yeah. what I left them with, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you, man, I had tears in the back seat when I'm when I the cab came pick me back up. Yeah, I just felt like, wow, where do I get this again, right? Yeah, and it's one yeah. of those things that is once in a lifetime. You just don't, you don't so ever you, get that chance. That that year, you were Father Christmas to, to I was uh, to them, and and, and it, you got it, invited it, in for. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was because, yeah. and it's funny how how what's what's like, who's a terrorist to one man is a freedom fighter to another, right? Yeah, yeah. What, what's what's gold to one person is garbage to another yeah um and it's, it's funny it just gave me you know perspective and understanding on, on life and christmas and thank yeah. god we've got something like this on this planet because man we're just we're just nasty little rat creatures <laughs> right anything pretty we got it will destroy that was a good story about the the oh, it was beautiful the, 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 yeah everyone has a favorite cartoon <clears throat> favorite christmas cartoon mine what's your, yeah what's yours i love um because they never show it anymore Mm-hmm. Um, I love, of course, the Grinch. Grinch is a classic. Everyone I can loves the repeat Grinch. it for word for word. When I used to read the Grinch at Christmas mm-hmm. time to kids, um, mm-hmm. that I, my kindergarten class that I that I got to co op to, or any yeah. little kids that I sub for, I would use the Boris Karloff voice. Yeah, I would use it all the time. Um, it, it's just a classic. I love A Wish for Wings at Work, which is Opus the Pegman's Bloom County. Right. The cat, mm-hmm. and I love the Santa in that. It's the Santa I always imagine. He speaks mm-hmm. in rhymes. Mm-hmm. Um, he speaks in all his all his all his sonnets rhyme. Yeah, you know, um, and the fact that Opus saves the day because he can't fly because mm-hmm. he is a penguin and he wants to fly and he gets his Christmas wish. I'm going to tear up now because Bill the cat tells the ducks what his wish is after mm-hmm. he saves Santa, mm-hmm. and the ducks are so impressed with him who used to make fun of him because he couldn't fly. Um, it's just a wonderful Christmas fairy tale that's funny. Yeah. And and has a drug addicted cat in it, <laughs> and it's just it just breaks your heart. And the voice of Opus is beautiful, and mm. Bill is like, oh, blah, 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 right? Yeah, and he's got his foot in the garbage can all the time, <laughs> and it's like him in the end. He goes, come on, Billy boy, and he's got the Billy's got the Chris Santa hat on it, yeah. and and Santa gives Opus his hat, and Santa and Opus saves Santa's uh, mm. sleigh and everything. He saves Christmas basically, and just yeah. I'm gonna cry now. Okay. Or, so this is like this the cartoon based on Berkeley Breath. Yes, yes. Bloom and no County one ever sees strip. it. It's and, and never very, it's on. very, it's like, yeah, it's it's 
I, I think I saw it once a long, oh long time God. ago. Yeah, it's so fantastic. You have to watch it. It'll, it'll yeah. restore your faith. Yeah. And the other one that is so good is even when the Muppet Show was on every week and we never missed it. The Muppet Studios made Emmett Otter's um, Jug Band Christmas. Okay, now this was and back in 1977. Yes, and Emmett Otter is is an otter. And this and was for the, C, the CBC, so this is yes. a Canadian product. Yes. And Jim it, Henson it, Studios. Yeah, Animal. Jim Henson Studios, mm-hmm. and it's a group of otters who, uh, Emmett Otter is trying to make enough money to buy his mother a Christmas gift. Mm-hmm. And it's no more simple than that. And yep. he's got a little jug band who mm-hmm. play like the, the, the what is the, the, the close scrape, or what's it called, the... The scraping board for the clothes. What's the, the washboard, yeah. The washboard, yeah. yes. And they, play the and they got a little homemade guitar banjo, and they they did this little concert, and it's so mm-hmm. sincere and so beautiful and so loving. And mm-hmm. and Emmett, of course, has no father. It's all Muppet and Disney characters seem to have no, you yeah. know, some parent has died. Yeah. It just happens that way. <laughs> they love to kill off a parent, right? Uh-huh. Emmett Otter is so Jug beautiful. Jug Band Christmas. Yes, now, now the music was all by Paul Williams. yes. And that ma- makes it even more magical mm-hmm. because it was like in the 70s they took the greatest talents that they could and they mm-hmm. made this little Christmas show, which never gets on TV mm-hmm. um, unless you're some weird network. Like We have this one. It's from uh, Hamilton, Ontario. Yep. And it must be the last independent station on the satellite dial. But mm-hmm. they will show movies like from 1930s with bad audio. Yeah. They, they, have, they will show um, the A-Team. They will show <laughs> Rockford Files or Odd One. They will show Dr. Marcus M.D. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, uh, Dr. Welby M.D. That was it. Um, uh, or or, or, or um, uh, Quincy Jones. Or any of those. Like It's bizarre that that Hamilton station is so independent. They just pick up shows they can show for free. And mm-hmm. that's the kind of show I grew up The stations I grew up in the 70s. Winnipeg had an independent station like that. And that's where you'd see an Emmett Otter. Even though it was a CBC show. Yeah. And I, I'm amazed that CBC doesn't even show it everymore, anymore. Uh-huh. They should. They'll show the Grinch, yeah, mm-hmm. and I've always seen those those Bank and Rask ones, and I do love the Bumble, the, the Rankin like Bass one. Yeah. Yeah, I course, like. Yeah. I want to meet that Bumble. I like his style. Yeah. I like that that little elf wanted to be a dentist. Mm-hmm. I like. Uh, uh, yeah. You, I like you on Cornelius. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you get to like things like the 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 uh, fucking the snowman and and they get kind of lame. Yeah. So I don't know why they don't show like. Uh, the Wish for Wings at Work and Emmett Otter. At least yeah. give them an hour at Christmas because I'm telling you, man, yeah. when we were kids, that was like a Sunday night. Uh, you um, know, now, have a bath, put on your, your PJs, sit on the heater to warm up kind of show. Yeah. Uh, it, you, you never even see it on the CBC anymore. It was originally a CBC production. And even CBC has a streaming service called CBC Gem, and it's not on there either. No. So and I they don't, don't even have their, they don't even have their, their best of the National Film Board shows. No. I mean, I should be able to see Fire. And I should be able to see Big Snit, mm-hmm. um, all and the, the Log Driver's Waltz, and mm-hmm. that Christmas one. Do you remember the one with the cowboy, where he asked Santa for that little bike at the end? Do you remember that oh, one? Oh yeah, I think, yeah, great, I kind of remember Santa that. Santa robbery. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Yeah. yeah, it's a little uh, National Film Board one where yeah. at the end he gets to pick from Santa's bag and he chooses his little bike and he rides around yeah. on this little bike after he defeats the villains who steal Santa Claus' <laughs> bag. It's uh-huh. very bizarre, but. They always used to show it at Christmas. Yeah, uh, and it's funny that yeah they don't show it anymore. They don't no. But Emmett Otter, you can you can uh, you can get oh, that you can on uh, yeah. you can get it on video. You can or order the it online. YouTube's or anything. Or you know it's on the YouTube or it's uh, I think uh, if you look it up online, it's oh, yeah. it's, in the, it's there I mean, somewhere. Florence, can, I could have it in five seconds. I mean, yeah. and and again, I, I I did watch it this year because uh, somebody else posted it, 
and I just went to Facebook and I reposted it. Like again, it's the best Christmas special you have never seen. Yeah. Go to YouTube. Go look for it. Look for it on Daily Motion. I think it's there. You go. The whole thing is and, and it's totally worth it. Grab your yeah. kids. Throw them in front of the TV if you want something Christmas and meaningful. Uh-huh. Um, it just it will warm your 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 cold heart. And mm-hmm. look, trust me, no one has a colder heart at Christmas. <laughs> I am the ice queen from Narnia at yeah. Christmas. And it's it's the the, the Henson puppets, but it's 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 a you know it's so much more because there's oh, there's so the little the sets. You know, it's got actually got water, actual water. They're actually, yes. you know, yes. the boats are actually on the actual They're water. S- and it's, it's sad in a way that's uh-huh. beautiful. Yeah. And it's and it's triumphant in a way that's beautiful. Mm-hmm. And if you don't cry at that, then you mm-hmm. have no heart. Especially after you're sitting with your kids and you've had a couple of vodka coolies. Yeah. You've drank half a <laughs> case of beer because, like my father, you only drank in the house at Christmas. Mm-hmm. All right? And so you'd only buy beer at Christmas. Mm-hmm. So your dad's had uh, six in the bag, but he's just loving it, right? Yep. And he did because it's such a, a great show. And mm-hmm. again, that Henson stuff is timeless, mm-hmm. and you can't do better than that. If yeah. I had a kid, I would I would preserve their 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 happiness and their purity and their love of Christ, that mm-hmm. special magical time as long as I could, because one day they will learn the truth, and they will become dark, bitter children <laughs> who will wear black and and hate everything you're about. Trust me, I was one once, and I I was the model for it. So. Mm-hmm. Um, my hatred and my well of my bitterness is so deep that listen to me so that you too can actually uh, um, enjoy a season that you should enjoy mm-hmm. because Christmas Halloween Christmas sometimes the kids get I'm like that the kids you can't afford to include them mm-hmm. like if you couldn't you would like Halloween the kids get like all the attention yeah but it's like Christmas it, they get it too but almost like people got other things to do Mm-hmm. So if you can include your kids in something that magical, then I do it. Because yeah. years later, they will show Emmett Otter to their kids mm-hmm. when it's like on, on virtual reality. Yeah. Um, you know, and it will always mean something. Yeah. Because it just it just hit all of us in the same way. Uh, from the depths of your yes. dark black yes. heart, dark. do you have any kind of Christmas message for your listeners, for your 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 visitors at the Cave of Cool? I just say um, show up and enjoy. I mean, keep adding to my numbers. For some reason, the Ukraine is in love with me lately. Yeah. They have the darkest um, uh, country in the middle of my my Who Visits post. Mm-hmm. They're overwhelmingly in charge. I think because everyone in the Ukraine has that Russian philosophy, uh, philosophy of prudvek. It means the suffering that atones. So uh-huh. the more you suffer in life, the mm-hmm. greater your reward in heaven, which uh-huh. is a perfect Russian-Ukrainian Cossack Slavic um, um, mm. Christmas message. Right. So enjoy your life as much as you can. Eat all the fair rocher you can. Mm-hmm. Um, 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 you know, just enjoy your life because and drink like a fish. Get drunk. Tell your relatives to fuck off because um, your life will not get any better than it is right now at Christmas. Uh-huh. That's that's all I have to say. But again, okay. why listen to me? Because mm-hmm. I'm full as full of shit as anybody. And trust me, I hate Christmas. So if you got a family, that is a beautiful thing. I wish I had a family just for this. Because that must be a special thing. That mo- that moment, there must be a moment in that. Like even if it's 60 seconds, mm-hmm. when you can look around and say, thank you, Lord, that these people um, are putting up with me for all of 10 minutes. <laughs> because I am, I am, I am repulsive. Especially in the morning in my pajamas. And these are my Christmas pajamas that your mama bought special. But you girls are still here being sweet to your daddy. And I can smell bacon cooking. 
I don't deserve that. <laughs> At some reason, a cold beer and Christmas. I love nothing than a, a cold beer and a warm Christmas morning. Uh-huh. That's Homer used to say, right? I mean, that's if you got that. I mean, I mean that that can cruise a man to three hundred, you know, another three hundred and sixty-four days. Mm-hmm. If you got that, I mean, yeah. I'll even go shop with you on, on Boxing Day. You magnificent <laughs> bitches, because because that is love. All right, I have none of that. I'm, I'm sorry. If you guys want, I am the little match girl without the matches, mm-hmm. right? Or the death. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, death would only be a release for me. Death yeah. for me is a Christmas gift. I'll never <laughs> get it. I mean, Santa and Krampus don't love me enough. Mm-hmm. I mean, Krampus, he beat me, but he don't care. <laughs> it's not, you know, uh, he likes it too much, yeah. right? Je to celkom blízko, nastal k nebu tvár, vločky hladkajú ťa, už ich nie je pár. V nebi niekto ráta, zlopienko
This has been a COC production.